0: Human suffering and heaven's hope on this edition of Truth and Love. I'm Dale Johnson, and you're listening to Truth and Love, a podcast of the Association of Certified Biblical Counselors, where we seek to provide biblical solutions for the problems that people face. This week on the podcast, I am joined by Johnny Erickson Tata. The Lord has used her life in so many ways around the world. Uh, Johnny is the founder of Johnny and Friends International, an organization uh, that ministers to those who are disabled around the world. She has lived a life of consistent and faithful ministry to the Lord Jesus, demonstrating that joy can be had even in deep human suffering, and so Johnny, today we're delighted that you're here to share with us about uh, some of that suffering and the ways that God, through His Word, through His promises, has given you hope and the ability to live with joy in this life. We have a pre-conference coming up, and uh, we're calling it Human Suffering and Heaven's Hope and what I want to do is just to allow Johnny to, to share some of her experiences uh, through some of the questions that I'm going to ask her, just to share some of the experiences that she's had in the way in which Christ has ministered to her through his word, through the hope that we have. Of heaven that's to come. I'm thinking, Johnny, when I think about Second Corinthians chapter four. We all know the reality that our outer man is decaying and our inner man is being renewed. I can't help when I when I think about that passage. I I think about you and what the Lord has done in you, that you have a way of seeing through the eyes of the unseen, as Paul encourages us to do. And when I think about your physical challenges, I think about the ways that we try and address some of those physical challenges. We often focus on trying to just help the physical part of our being, but we know with physical challenges, there are so many emotional strains and struggles and stresses. Can you just talk for a second about some of the emotional struggles that come with living with a disability?
1: Well, it's emotionally challenging just to wake up and face it every day, Mm -hmm. especially if you have a a, a long-term disability. Uh, You look for that time when God will release it, when God will set you free Uh, Whether it's an upcoming surgery or a new medication you're going to try, for most people, it might not be until heaven. Mm -hmm. I know that when I was first injured, to me, heaven was the place where I was going to get my new body and jump up and down and kick and do aerobics. Mm -hmm. And I mean, I just thought heaven was just going to be the greatest thing coming down the pike. Mm -hmm. But back then, all I could see was how I would benefit from heaven. Mm -hmm. I didn't realize back then that heaven's a holy place for holy inhabitants, and I just really wasn't interested in that part. I only became interested when I saw my disability as the very refining tool that God was going to use to squeeze bitterness out of my life, Mm -hmm. anxiety, fears, doubt, self-centeredness, to make me the kind of holy person who then would be excited about heaven for the right reasons, Mm -hmm. not to just get back what I lost. Mm -hmm. But to give something to Jesus, you mentioned Second Corinthians chapter 4 and how uh, outwardly we are wasting away. It also says, uh, I think in that next verse, that our light and momentary afflictions are achieving for us an eternal glory yeah. that far outweighs them all. But heaven won't be uh, the day of Johnny. It's going to be the day of Jesus. I get to bring brighter wattage to God's glory by my response to suffering and my disability down here on earth. Yeah. That's kind of exciting. That. Heaven is not a place where I'll get back and more, but heaven is a place where because of my obedient response, submission, yieldedness to God and my disability, God will then use that obedience to bring greater glory to himself. Can't wait for that day when it's not the day of Johnny, but the day of Jesus. Amen. Amen.
0: You talked about several emotions, bitterness. Anger even... Uh, despair. Sometimes you feel despair in moments like that when, you're, when your body is not operating like you want it to. Um, anxieties, stresses of all kinds. But there's a real sense when I hear you talk about heaven and I hear you talk about the glory of Christ. There's a, a real sense at which that matters every single day to you to help to control those emotions, to not to let those emotions control you. Yeah. Talk just for a second about the beauty of heaven and what we're hoping in and how that matters every day as you walk in controlling those uh, difficult emotions.
1: Well, they are difficult emotions. I mean, every day with chronic pain, not to mention paralysis, I I feel like I'm right on the edge of a bankruptcy of grace. Hmm. But perhaps that's the way God intends it for just at that moment when I feel I cannot go on, there are God's arms, His everlasting arms to catch me, sustain me, and, and buoy me up. And it fosters this enormous dependence on him. How I need him. It's also taught me something that the Puritans used to talk about. Living with suffering is the art of asking less of this life because you know more is coming in the next. Living with suffering is the art of readjusting your expectations and diminishing your list of wants down here on earth and increasing um, your desire for eternal investment in, in heaven above. Mm. I look at my affliction in, in the same way I think Jonathan Edwards, he used to talk about how, how everything we do down here on earth increases or decreases. It either enlarges or diminishes our eternal capacity for joy and worship and service in heaven. Mm. And those cosmic stakes are so high, I don't want to waste it on bitterness and anger and self-centeredness, I don't want to fritter away my day feeling sorry for myself. I've done that so much. Mm. I've done that so much. I've turned on the TV. I've, I've um, went to the refrigerator. I've, I've watched a soap opera. I've read a stupid novel because I just want to escape. Mm. But, boy, when I, when I realize that I'm diminishing my eternal estate doing that, mm. I'm minimizing and I'm jeopardizing it, it, that's not worth the risk. I just want to put those emotions... Put them in the right perspective. Let God help me deal with them. Lay them aside. Uproot the bitterness. God, I'm sorry. Forgive me. Help me. I don't even know how to ask for help. Help me know how to ask for help. I'm not even sure that I'm repenting in the right way. Would you please give me the true spirit of repentance? Because I don't know how to repent. Please. I'm repenting of my repentance. It's so bad. Yeah. I mean, just just digging down deep into the very garbage bottom layer of, of your anger against him and saying, help me. Yeah. Some of the most beautiful Passages in Scripture that help me in my hardship are the shortest. Lord, save me. Lord, help me. Mm. And uh, He does. And then I, I sense, I feel that my eternal estate is is enlarging. Mm. My capacity, my vessel, as Edwards call it, is 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 growing bigger. Mm. To me, that is exciting because I one day I'm going to overflow with joy if I can. But trust Him. Mm. Romans 15, may the God of hope fill you with all joy and peace. Isn't that a wonderful prospect in your suffering to to experience all joy and peace as we trust in him? That's the kicker. Mm -hmm. That's the key. As we trusted him, Mm -hmm. we'll have all, not just some, but all joy and peace so that we might overflow with hope by the power of the Holy Spirit. So that heaven might just be front and center in our thinking from morning till night. That's That's a good thing to keep in front of your thinking.
0: You know, as I hear you talk, it's, it's just a beautiful thing to hear you talk about heaven in such a way. It's, it's not a a pie-in-the-sky fantasy desire. It's a reality that Christ has confirmed through His Word as He's given you hope in walking through physical struggle. I can't help but think about, in your case, there's a certain lens that you see by that Paul talks about in 2 Corinthians chapter 4, where you see according to unseen things. You're not seeing your life as dictated and dominated by a physical disability. You're free from that. You, you You see from a a kingdom perspective, uh, to me, that's a beautiful thing. Can you talk for a second about how your physical disability has uh, even freed you from thinking according to this world and really thinking according to what's to come the 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 unseen things of the kingdom of God?
1: Sometimes when we suffer, it's so easy to get so me focused. How is this working together for me? How will this benefit me? How will this affliction strengthen my faith? How will this enlarge my hope of heaven? How will this make me a better person? How will this change me into Christ's image? Everything is so me. And, and one thing that I enjoy about suffering is that like a rasp, like a, like a file. God just files away all the me and runs roughshod at times over our me-centeredness until we realize that heaven isn't about me either. Mm. It's not my reward, my crowns, my eternal estate, even it's it's finding your identity just in Christ. I have to lose myself every day in my suffering in order to find myself Mm. in Jesus. Mm -hmm. For me to lose myself is to divest myself of all the sin that I know separates me from Him. Mm. And the more I do that, the more I recognize and nail self-pity as what it is. It is sin. It's an offense against a holy God. Mm. The more I strip away the self-centeredness and me-focus, the more I become melded with Christ, the more my heart... Gets beating in rhythm with his the more happy i find myself in my situation the more content because i'm united with him the very thing that should make me very me-centered my suffering oh my goodness my leg bag needs to be emptied my corset needs to be tightened my hip needs to be repositioned i need someone to help me get up in the morning I need somebody to help me lay it down in bed you, know, you the, the very thing that you'd think would make me really really self-centered because it's all about me and who's going to empty my leg bag mm-hmm. and, and who's going to cut up my food and put me to bed and get me up in the morning. It's the very thing that stri- strips away all that because mm-hmm. it's a sheer misery thinking about yourself all the time mm-hmm. in your affliction. Mm-hmm. It's just, it's morbid. It is, It, it is impossibly depressing. Mm-hmm. And so... I've learned to see the, the the wheelchair, the suffering, the chronic pain, the quadriplegia, as that which—oh my goodness—strip myself of me and get my heart beating in rhythm with Jesus. Real soon, get away, get rid of the the the, the self-centeredness and the anger, the doubt, the worry, the fear of the future, the the frustration, the. The fudging the truth, the manipulating others with precisely time phrases, get rid of all the hogging the spotlight and get rid, I mean, just get rid of mm-hmm. keeping a record of other people's wrongs. Mm-hmm. I mean, just, just getting rid of all that so that quick, quick, that my heart can be melted with Christ and I can be found in him. I want to lose myself mm-hmm. a- and not 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 to deny the reality of hardship, but to know that this should be the very thing that pushes me into the arms of my Savior, not separates me from his arms. I want to be lost to myself and mm-hmm. and thereby found in him. Because then then I can be happy. I can mm-hmm. be content with a life of chronic pain and quadriplegia. Mm-hmm. It sounds impossible to most, but with God, all things are possible. But mm-hmm. the possibility ain't even going to be possible without becoming unified with Christ, finding him as your all in all, waking up in the morning, enjoying him, Delighting in Him, letting your mouth overflow with praises to Him, and finding His beauty in His Word, finding His loveliness in your quiet time. But it's it's really all about Him, and uh, I, I I love that my wheelchair is that schoolmaster. It's mm. that uh, it's that thing that pushes me deeper into the arms of Christ. Mm. It should be that which keeps me focused on myself, but Paradoxically, it's the very thing that God redeems to push me into the arms of Christ. And that's a that's wonderful. That makes it worthwhile.
0: You're listening to Truth and Love, a podcast of ACBC. This week on the podcast, we've been talking about human suffering and the hope that heaven provides even now in our suffering. And our pre-conference in 2019 will be devoted completely. Uh, to this topic, Human Suffering and Heaven's Hope. If you want more information about our pre-conference, you can visit us at biblicalcounseling.com.